0: Hey, it's Josh and Morgan. Welcome to the Hot Coffee Podcast. You making me do this by myself? (laughs) No, I
1: just forgot. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the Hot Hot Coffee Coffee
1: Podcast. Podcast.
0: Hebrews 10.24 encourages us to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And that's what we hope this podcast can do for you.
1: It's our mission to use this platform to create and have boundary-breaking conversations that help to build relationships with your friends, your families, and Jesus through love and of course, coffee. We are coffee lovers and we are Jesus lovers, and we want to bring the two together.
0: Throughout this journey, we'll be sharing what coffee we're enjoying, whatever is on our hearts, and what we feel could encourage the lives of our listeners. While we hope this podcast reaches listeners of all ages and all walks of life, we pray it reaches our generation of young people, navigating this world while discovering their faith in love of Jesus.
1: We hope that wherever we are meeting you in your life, whether you are single, dating, engaged, or married, you know that you are loved. Grab a cup of coffee and, and let's, let's get, get started. started. Right, welcome back, guys.
0: Hello everyone.
1: You always sound so excited to get started. I am
0: so excited. I like to say hello everyone i keep <laughs> consistent.
1: All right. Um let's start with what are you drinking? So, Josh, what have we been drinking? What have um, you been drinking?
0: One of the things this year, um that Starbucks came out with is an Apple crisp macchiato. Um It's interesting. It's got a little bit of apple flavor to it. Um, The hot is my preferred one. The iced is pretty good. When I first heard it, I thought the iced would would be better. But I actually prefer the hot one. But it's pretty good. It's a good afternoon coffee. I wouldn't want to drink it in the morning, I don't think, because it's a little sweet. But I think in the afternoon, about 3 o'clock, it's a really good uh, go-get-you-an-afternoon-coffee kind of coffee. So that's what I've been drinking uh, I wouldn't say regularly, but probably twice a week I grab it. So,
1: <laughs> um, I had the other day the um, pumpkin pie latte from Chapman's in New Concord, and it was very delicious. So, um, they don't have a pumpkin cream cold brew, but they do have the pumpkin pie latte. So, um, so I tried that last week, and that was really good. Um, we also went to showcase one of the coffees that some of our listeners have, um, recommended to us. And this one was actually brought to us by my cousin, Allison, who lives in Nashville. And, um, it is HC roasters, which stands for honest coffee roasters. Um, it is the Camino blend. And she said that, um, when she went in, she just said, you know, we need a, what is a blend that you guys have that's good for cold brew? Because I told her that we didn't have a good blend for that. And this is the one they gave her and it was, it's the Camino blend. It says cinnamon and plum. So we've made it both hot and cold. Um, and it's really, really pretty delicious um, both ways, so. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Yeah.
0: All right. So transitioning to everybody's favorite segment.
1: Happy, happy. My voice is a little hoarse today. I was going to
0: say, you sound a little, little hoarse there. I know. I... Uh, anyway, I would pick up the slack, but y'all don't want <laughs> that. So, happy crappy. We uh, Let's start with crappy so that we can be happy at the end of this. All right. So, Morgana, do you have something that's kind of brought you down this week?
1: I've just been nonstop at school. Um, in the past few years, I have had a co-teaching schedule. So a lot of the pressure isn't on me, um, like solely for teaching class. Um, and I also had a, always had a really nice schedule with like it being broken up with my, um, planning and my lunch or having like a couple periods in the morning and then a long, like a lunch and a plan together. And then a couple periods again at the end. But this year, I start my schedule, start my day at 7.50 with students, and I do not get a break from students until 2.40 is when the kids leave my room. So it's almost, how many hours is that? Five straight hours. Pretty much five straight hours of kids in my room. And it's exhausting. And with being like the sole teacher for a good chunk of my classes, um, I mean, I guess I do co-teach, but there's just a lot more, a lot more responsibility for me this year than I've ever had before. So, um, it keeps me busy. So, and I'm just exhausted. It's a good, like, I do enjoy it. I am enjoying it, but I'm very tired. For sure. What about you?
0: I can't think of anything specifically. that's really brought me down this week. I uh, It's just been a busy week. I just, I will just go with that. I like being busy, but we've been uh really busy in the last few days and and just this, this week, there's a lot of stuff we got going on, so um, I guess just uh haven't had the time to just relax this week, so I guess that's bumming me out right now yeah so uh enough with the bumming out let's uh let's get happy. Do you have anything that brought you joy this week, Morgan?
1: Yeah, so I broke my straightener probably almost a year ago, maybe not quite that long, but it's been a while and I've never bought a new one. I would look at ones at TJ Maxx and things like that and just never pulled the trigger on getting one. And I did get like this straightening brush that I thought was going to work differently than what it does. Um, and it's, it's not a bad hair tool, but it's not my favorite. So I, you know, because Facebook is always listening and scrolling through and I see that, um, there's a, there's a deal for the Lange, Lange,
0: Lange, Lange, I think so, um,
1: hair supply, hair tools. So I could get two basically for the price of one. I got, I saved like a hundred bucks by getting two of them together. So I got a curling wand and a straightener and I, they came, I'm super impressed with how fast they came. Like literally I ordered them last week. And they told me they shipped yesterday and they got here today. So I'm like super happy about that. I'm really excited to actually like wake up and do something with my hair in the morning. So I'm excited for that. That's it great. has
0: to be a happy for her to want to wake up to do her hair.
1: <laughs> Let's be real, I probably won't. But
0: anyway, my I am happy. I'm very happy to, to have it. My happy for the week is. Um, we started a FCS group, Fellowship Christian Students group at Mideast. Uh, this year, we haven't been there for, we weren't there last year. We were there in the years past, but we started it back up. And um, I, along with one of the ladies from church, uh, kind of helped run it, a couple ladies from church. And uh, we just started a couple weeks ago. I think this was our fourth week. And we had 26 kids there today. And that was with four of the regulars, not at school today. So we would have been over 30. Uh, So that's really exciting. That's more than I think we've ever had there. Um, So that's really exciting. And I got stopped by one of the teachers heading out and she was telling me about a student that um, a couple weeks ago asked her what FCS was. And the teacher told her, and then this student has now got permission from her family to drive to school so that she can get there to be there. So it's kind of cool to, to know that something positive and to be a part of something that seems to be going over so well there. So
1: I'm going to add to my happy too, because what you said just reminded me of it. I had a teacher stop me today and say, Hey, I have kids talking about what they're doing in STEM class and they're really excited and they're really enjoying it. And it just like, I had to like stop and like look at her and say, thank you for telling me that because there have been a lot of times where I'm very unsure of if the kids are enjoying it or not, and that's like that's the goal. Obviously, is I want them to enjoy what we're doing. So it was very like reassuring and uplifting to like hear that they are enjoying and they are having fun. So yeah,
0: definitely. So that's your happy crappy for the week. We hope that you have a happy that you can celebrate too. Yeah, share
1: us, share with us your happy crappy,
0: or if you have a crappy
1: and you we can pray prayer, for you, we do yeah. that certainly, absolutely. Ciao. So.
0: All right, guys, as we kind of dive into our topic for today, uh, back when we ended season one, Morgan put out a lot of polls and things like that to kind of get an idea of what all you guys were kind of looking at uh, to hear from us. And the biggest thing that we took away was that a lot of people wanted to learn about our lives, wanted to learn about how we function, how we get through our marriage, not get through, but how our marriage is growing and and different things like that and how we just kind of get through life and what kind of tools and things we use, um, and different things. And so one of the things we wanted to, uh, to share with you today, we thought it was kind of interesting. We were doing our marriage journal, which we've talked about before we were doing it last night. And, uh, we just kind of were talking at the end, like, what do we want to do for the podcast this week? And we kind of landed on, um, a couple of the things that the marriage journal kind of, uh, guided us towards. And the first one is this, um, as a family we've, or as a married couple, we've come up with our own, um, marriage mission statement. And so we want to share that with you today. Morgan's going to read it here in just a minute and share a little bit more about that. But I want you to, to think about that. That's a, you know, mission statements are things that businesses and companies use to kind of guide their company. And so that's what we kind of use it as, is something that's going to guide our marriage. But if you're listening and you're not married, I think it's totally a good idea for you as if you're in a relationship to come up with like a relationship mission statement, just something that you're going to strive for uh, to make your relationship all about. Um, And also, if you're not in a relationship and it's I think it's totally awesome for you to come up with your own personal mission statement. I think everybody should do that. You know, honestly, I should probably have my own personal mission statement, Morgan should have her own too. But we wanted to share with you our marriage mission statement. Morgan's going to kind of share with you what helped guide us to get to what we have written.
1: But Well, so like Josh mentioned, it's from the marriage journal um, that we use. And at the beginning, it um, so the very first time we did the marriage journal, we um, came up with this mission statement. And it says it's a sentence proclaiming the values, purpose and vision for your marriage. Now like Josh was saying, that could be for your relationship. If you are a single person, it could be for your life. What are the values? What is the purpose? What is the vision that you have for your life? It is just a simple sentence. Actually, grammatically correct, it is not a simple sentence. This is definitely a compound, complex sentence. But Easy. for me it would be a run on <laughs>
0: sentence. I'm not very good at breaking down sentences. So but Morgan wrote it.
1: Anyways, um so this is what we have come up with. Our mission is to live out a God-centered marriage, constantly striving for growth, oneness, and purity to keep our marriage full of fun and adventure and to strive to be a strong Christian example in marriage, love, friendship, and parenting. So through that mission, through that mission statement, it helps when we, when we go back to reference that we can ask ourselves, you know, are we living up to the mission that we have set for our marriage are like is our life are we constantly striving for growth are we constantly striving for oneness and purity in our marriage and in our in our relationship do we um are we keeping our marriage full of fun and adventure sometimes that's hard in the season of life that we're in with kids um you can't go and do all the same adventures that you always once could but
0: yeah but i think I think we definitely do. Oh, and, and I, I think agree. we have people ask us all the time, like, how do you guys do it? Cause you're so busy. But I think it kind of falls into our mission statement too, is that we've always strived to do like be full fun and adventure. And to be an example, that's kind of what stuck out to me again, as you were yeah. reading that tonight, it's just like, that's, that's just what we just strive to do. Yeah. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, but... You're
1: fine. You're fine. Um, but it's just, it's a really good thing. And as we were talking about this last night and preparing for this podcast, I was telling Josh, this is something that we need to get printed um, decoratively or something along those lines that we can get hung in our, in our home. I want, I want it. Cause right now the only place we have it is in our two marriage journals, soon to be three marriage journals when we get our next year one. Um, and
0: we'll get a. No, I don't have a clue where I'm going with this.
1: Okay. <laughs> It'd just be a
0: cool centerpiece to have in your house. And then maybe what, other people would be like, well, oh, that's really cool that you yes. make. So.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like just having it to reference regularly, to see it regularly. I'm sure all of you guys can agree with the fact that when you have something in front of you regularly, that is how you, you know, it's con- you're constantly remembering it. That's why we put things on our refrigerator and why we um
0: Right. And I think that's the whole purpose behind the idea of writing down like a mission statement is I think so many of us set goals for our life. And I think you're going into a relationship, you have like a mindset of what you want that relationship to be like. But I think just the, the simplicity of writing it down gives it like a whole nother purpose too. And so I think not to keep jumping in front of you, but I think Mm -hmm. like what you're saying to have it, put it in your house somewhere. That's only just another reminder of like, Mm-hmm. Like you put it, pen the paper. Like you, I don't know. I think Not it's different than just saying it, like this is what we want our life to be. But instead, you've like you kind of it's well thought out. I guess you, that's what you're it.
1: committing to it. You're putting it on display. You're saying these are the goals for our family and our or our marriage. And so I think what it's what such
0: an important thing for every person to to sit down and to think about those kind of things, whether you are single in a relationship or married. But like, what is it? that you want your life's mission statement to be like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just think it sets it to like a whole nother level. Well, I
1: love, I love what you said about how like businesses and things like that have every, every business school, anything like there's any organization. there's a, oh, organization, like, there's I a mean, there's, churches
0: have mission statements. Yeah. Through. There's a
1: mission statement. And the purpose in that is to guide every action that that organization takes, that it falls under that umbrella of the mission statement. Like, and
0: Well, and there's some accountability behind it, too, because if yeah. you're putting it out there, like businesses so often do, it's saying, this is what we are going to
1: And then that's try what people provide. also expect of you. Right. And so I think, too, having that out there, like, it's what I expect of Josh and it's what he should expect of me. It's what our kids can expect of us. Um, and I just think, I think that it would be such a, or it is such a great reminder and, a, like Josh said, accountability. Peace to our marriage. Um, I also just think like, you know, it's, a, it's that reminder of the choices we make should be ones that keep God at the center of our marriage. It should prove that we are striving for growth. Um, it should prove that we are trying to be a strong Christian example in our marriage, in our love, in our friendships, and in our parenting. So I, I
0: right.
1: think that those are all big
0: Yeah, I think it just is another one of those things is like, as we make decisions, and as we take action in different things, having that mission statement, it should be something that when we make a decision, or we choose to do something, it's like, is that fitting into Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that specific mission statement that we've created? So I think it's just this, I think it's just such a valuable thing to even establish. Like, I just think there's such like a, I don't know, like a it's just such a positive thing to like, think about, like, I don't know, your your relationship is important. So the fact that like you're giving yourself a mission statement, I just think that's a a valuable thing. just Just like adds value to it.
1: Just like your company, your organization, like you want it to be successful and this is the, this is the, the mission that you have for it. So the same within your marriage you want your marriage to be successful so in what ways do you make your marriage successful will you you create this mission and then that like that answers all your questions like if we like you know a trip we're taking is do our actions do our choices line up with our mission statement
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know i mean any of this just,
0: just kind of everything
1: yeah. yeah so i think i it's something that we haven't revisited often um, to be comp- to be quite honest. We probably forgot we even wrote it um, until last night as we were flipping through our marriage journal. We're like, Oh yeah. And that's, and that's why we're talking about, we need to put this somewhere in our home. It needs to be posted. Um, it needs to be something that can continually hold us accountable and remind us of what our goal is.
0: Yeah. I've talked myself into being pretty thing. <laughs>
1: Um, the next thing we want to share, um, the same with this marriage journal, we the another thing that it has introduced us to are the family pillars, and it just says determine five or so family pillars. These should be your principles, practices, and priorities that you have as a family, and then just put a couple sentences that describe them. So Josh, I'll go back and forth and share these and share our first share our five. kind of explain to you so the first pillar of our family is faith and i wrote to live out our faith fearlessly trusting god and always looking to him um when our when we were pregnant with jameson um there was a song lions by skillet and it has the line of like our middle name is fearless we're unafraid there's so many scriptures that tell us not to be afraid and we don't need to worry and we don't need to be scared and that God God takes care of us and he upholds us in his righteous hand and um you know be strong and courageous don't be afraid the lord goes with you every day um all there's so many verses out there that remind us that we need to be fearless and so um we kind of threw the idea out there to, to name Jameson Fearless uh, as his middle, as his second middle name. And we kind of went back and forth on it if we wanted to or not and decided that we were going to do it because, and it wasn't the idea that he would never be scared of anything, but it was the idea of knowing throughout his faith, throughout his life, throughout everything that he can be fearless. He can walk in, in boldness and strength because the Lord fights his battles for him and the Lord is there to support him. And in in the idea of naming Jameson, now we kind of decided all of our children will have that middle name. And I kind of got jealous of like, I I want a name that tells me I'm fearless. And I'm like, I don't need a name to tell me I'm fearless.
0: And so instead you got a tattoo.
1: So instead I got a tattoo that says fearless. <laughs> just kidding. But I think that becoming pregnant and having a child has completely changed my mindset on how I want um, to live to live out my faith, and I think the same would be true for Josh. And so I think that that's a that's a huge pillar in our for our family right now is to to have a fearless faith.
0: Mm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the second pillar is joy. Uh, find joy in every moment the good, the bad, and the ugly, and to remember to laugh daily and to share joy. Um, I think anybody that knows Morgan and I, and even listening along with this uh, over the last year or so, uh, we are people that like to find joy in a lot of different things. And life does get stressful, and it has its ups and downs. And especially in parenting, I think it's so easy sometimes to get caught up in our frustration. Uh, with uh, with our kids and and with the way that plans don't always go the way we want them to and things like that, so one of our pillars is that we try to find joy in in all the moments. You know, if- even in even in a in a bad situation, I always think that there are points that you can find joy in, um, or if not, at least remember to laugh when it's over. I just think there's joy in everything, like may not be happy in the situation, but I think there's something to be joyful about in all of our situations, especially um, as Christians. We know that there is such a, um, you know, we know that how it ends. We, we are yeah. able to celebrate and be joyful that we're gonna go to heaven one day because of the love of Jesus Christ. And so I think even in our worst moments as Christians, there are moments, like obviously not every situation is going to be easy, but I think there are things to find joy in, but I think especially just going back to our family, we want our boys and we want our family and we want to be able to look back and say, man, we had a lot of fun and man, we had a lot of laughter and we had a lot of joy on in each and everything that we did. And so I think that's one of the things that we, um, definitely wrote down as a pillar was joy. And, and I would agree with that. Uh, I think so much.
1: If- I would think that if you guys know Josh in any way too, you know that he's really good at that. He's definitely better at that than I am and finding the joy in hard situations. Um, sometimes he really tries and I shoot him that look of, don't make me laugh right now, I'm trying to be angry. And um, so, I mean, that's, he's he's very good at finding the joy in those types of situations a lot of times. And someone who's even better at it is Jameson. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I... he's- I don't want to say even better at it, but he's very good too at just finding the happy things when things are stressful.
0: Yeah. So our third one is, uh, so we have faith, we have joy. And our third one is communication. Uh, Morgan wrote down whenever we did this a year or so ago, she put, we're not mind readers. Uh, Learning to communicate is a huge key to happiness. And this is funny because this is something we haven't addressed in probably six months at least. So looking back at it now and thinking about our podcast episodes in the last year, it's funny how much we talked about communication because it is, and we just talked about that last week. So it is something that we find so important is communication. And I think early on in our relationship, we would become frustrated with one another because we were trying to read each other's minds. And, um, I remember Morgan even telling me that multiple times, like I can't read your mind. And uh, I just think it's communication is such an important thing. And Morgan has taught me as we've grown as parents that communication with our kids is important because oftentimes I just want to put Jameson's shoes on him when he says he doesn't want to wear those shoes mm-hmm. instead of like actually sitting down and communicating with him. And it is pretty crazy how he reacts differently as you walk him through and talk him through the things and so even
1: this morning when he wanted his book bag in his lap and instead you like
0: no oh, yeah we like fiasco, yeah,
1: you know it's just
0: he wanted his book bag on his lap and there was and, papers that had to go to the teacher so i didn't want no, him to the, have his book bag in his lap
1: yeah but the issue was you weren't even saying you weren't even explaining that to him. Yeah, I was right? trying to put the So book you were just trying to put this, put this book bag on the floor and put him in a seatbelt and he didn't want to go in his car seat because he wanted his book bag in his lap. So it was just like, and it's just those moments where if you sit down and if you just look at him and say, Jameson, let me get you in your seatbelt. Like, let me get you situated. And then, and then I'll put the, the book bag in your lap. And then you look at him and say, you're not allowed to open this book bag. There are important papers for your teacher. Don't open it. You know, it's it's wild how much more he actually does respond to that.
0: Yeah, sure. Morgan's got the fourth one.
1: Our fourth family pillar is fellowship, um, and I wrote surrounding ourselves with loving community, both hosting and visiting. Basically, who you surround yourself matter with who you surround yourself with matters, and um, I think that that is something that as a as a family we want we want for our marriage to be surrounded by other um healthy christian marriages um other marriages um and people who are going to fill our lives with joy and with love um we want especially now with kids we want to surround ourselves with families that have children that are going to create strong bonds with our kids when they grow up um something someone that they will have support and uh support from and love from and be able to be relied on um by for for his i mean for all the things that our kids are going to face one day um but you know just creating those strong relationships for us as parents and adults as well as our children. And that being people from, you know, our age to older than us to younger than us. We want to have a home that is that is open and welcoming to anyone who wants to come. But, you know, forewarning, it's probably not gonna be super clean when you get here. Um we really do live here a lot. (laughs) Actually we don't.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) huge.
1: We're not here enough to clean it. Um So, but we want to, we want to have an open house where that's where our boys' friends want to hang out is here. Um, We want to be the home where everyone feels comfortable. We want to host people. We want to create that fellowship and that community um, with people that we love. And we also want to make it a priority in our family to go visit um, families and people who mean a lot to us and people we want to surround ourselves with. So I think that's another really strong pillar for our family.
0: And our fifth and final pillar that we have written down is family work.
1: Yeah.
0: Is what Morgan has written here.
1: You write you say this as if I just figured this out without your help. No,
0: no, no. I just don't remember this pillar. So I shouldn't have volunteered shouldn't to take have. this one. But this I'm going This is why take I tried to start and, it. And I'm gonna own it here. Family work. Our family is a team. And we So rather than
1: teamwork, right, it is it's family teamwork. work.
0: Uh, and so like it kind of sounds, everything we do, we look at it as, as if we're a team. And that includes our boys, that includes our, our, um, our, our kids, and you know, especially as they get older, our goal is going to be to work together to become the most Christ-like that we can. Um, but the
1: second part of that is in success for this team for our family is getting is getting to heaven. So as a family, we have to work together for us to win, which is for us to go to heaven.
0: Yes, and you stole my pillar
1: because I didn't think you. Were I was getting, to... getting
0: there. I was just lining it all up. So uh, yeah. those are our five pillars, and I think uh, if we haven't said it yet, that we, you know, we think that's important for everybody to establish, whether you're in a marriage or a relationship or single, to set up those kind of pillars that you want to help guide and you know to build your relationship upon.
1: yeah i mean so we mentioned it with the mission statement it is your values purposes and your vision for your marriage and in that case it could be your relationship or your life as it stands right now um, and with the family pillars it is just your principles practices and priorities that you have for your life for your family for your relationship for wherever it is that you're finding yourself in life right now um you can definitely set yourself a mission statement you can set yourself some pillars and it doesn't have to be five maybe it's three and um maybe it's two but maybe you have like seven but as the important piece of that is that you are setting setting us not setting aside but like taking note of the things that are most important to you and i actually really encourage you to do that if you're single because then if you can line your principles practices and priorities up with someone else who has similar principles practices and priorities then you you know maybe that's a good inclination of you know that's a good match that's someone you could see yourself spending your life with because you you align so similarly similarly so um, again, ours are faith, joy, communication, fellowship, and family work. So we hope that you guys are able to, you know, incorporate these things into your life and into your marriage or relationship that you're finding yourself in. Mm.
0: Dear God, we thank you for um, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to once again uh, share some things that are on our hearts and uh, things that are that we care about and we're passionate about. And, uh, we're thankful for uh, the different questions and and the mission statement and the pillars that we've we've talked about and the things that they help guide our life. And God, I do pray that each and every person listening. Uh, can take the time to come up with a a personal mission statement or a relationship uh, mission statement, uh, but also identify um, some pillars that they have in their life and want to have in their life. God, we're thankful for the pillars that we have. Um, God, we're thankful that that faith is one of those, and God, we're so thankful for um, being able to lean on you and to to know that you're in control and guiding over our lives. Uh, We pray that you be with our listeners uh, as they kind of reflect on their lives and look towards the future and different things that they want to um, build their relationships a part of, through and with. Uh, We thank you for Jesus, and it's in his name we pray.
1: The last thing we want to do, um, for you guys is, um, it's an, it's also another thing that the marriage journal provides for us is, um, an opportunity to set goals and setting goals gives purpose and intentionality to the years ahead for our family and our marriage. Um, so the marriage journal gives us a section for one year goals. So measurable and specific goals for your family to strive for in the coming year. And then another five-year goal section for um, for thinking bigger than a year. Where do you want to be in five years? So that question of where do you see yourself in 10 years? But in this case, where do we want to be in five years? So we are going to use this as like our Q&A. And kind yeah, of... and
0: we haven't done this. So this is actually part of the Marriage Journal that we have left blank in the last six months that we haven't
1: Unfortunately. been
0: able to to get ourselves to do yet. So we thought Just it would be fun. We it. thought it would be fun to jump on here and use it as like a live, you know, let's figure this out with you guys too along the way. And it's also a good thing for you to think about yourself. What is a goal for the year and or a couple goals for the year and then a couple years for goals for five years down the road, but anyway.
1: So Josh, what do you think is a good one year goal for our family?
0: I have an individual one first, and then I'll do like a family
1: one. Like for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I have one for me. I saw a picture of myself today, and I need to lose about fifteen pounds. <laughs> Someone snapped a picture of me doing something, and uh, I looked at myself and I thought I could lose fifteen pounds. So I think it's a the the question was a measurable goal. I think I can definitely measure out fifteen pounds to lose. By so when? in a year. Uh, I yeah, yeah, I think in a year is probably well enough time I can slack off for about six months and then oh finally, my gosh. finally kick it into gear in the last six months. But no, I think uh I always start these silly habits and it's funny because I'm about to do it again. I always start running in the in the winter. I've always get the urge to like, yeah, let's start running when it gets cold. So here we are, almost October, and I'm gonna get this random desire to lose 15 pounds and running and pulled. But anyway, I think that's as an individual or family. I mean, that's a family goal, too. I think because, you know, my health is important for our family. So not that I think I'm overly overweight or anything. I just think, you know, I've had one too many candy bars in the last month (laughs) or so. So I think definitely a goal would be to come up with a healthy habit of running and lose 15 pounds would be a personal goal of mine. All right. What about you?
1: Am I supposed to come up with a personal goal? No, I
0: just what's your family goal? I just kind of flipped it to that.
1: So what, do you have a family goal?
0: Oh, family goal for the year. I would like for us to go on vacation with just our family Uh, to the beach is my ideal goal. Um, We've done vacationing as a family last few years, different things. Uh, But I don't know. I just, I think a, I just think it would be fun. Especially going into thinking a year from now, you know, next summer or sometime going to uh, the beach with Drew being probably close to two years old or over two. I just think it'd be fun to be at the beach with the boys. Yeah. So that's a family goal if that counts.
1: Yeah.
0: It's measurable because I'll send you a picture when we do it.
1: It's measurable in that it's a year and a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It. And the so, next year
1: we will go. I, I'm sure. What you, beach do you want to go to? Uh,
0: I've always wanted to go to Florida. To the I beach, see. I so. really
1: want to go to like. I love. I love Ocean Isle. Well,
0: but that I've would be funny. A family to, um, there.
1: But what's the? What's the one where everyone goes in the Carolinas?
0: Outer Banks.
1: I do want to go to Outer Banks. <laughs> now I really want to go to Outer Banks.
0: We're going to go to out. Outer Banks. I think that's the one I, one. I was going to say Hilton Head.
1: Hilton Head. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I know a lot of people love Hilton Head. And that's a shorter drive for two people. And Hilton Head,
0: I believe, is close. Isn't that the one where you can get to Savannah, I don't
1: know. Georgia?
0: I've always wanted to go to Savannah, Georgia, too. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting getting—we're not really getting um, off topic, actually. but
1: um, A family goal for the next year. I would really love to see us buy a new home in the next year
0: wow that was my five-year goal so
1: yeah, wow five-year goal yeah
0: i think one is a rush in the market that we're in right now and
1: you might be right and okay I, all right
0: no i'm not trying to talk you out of your no, goal because that's I not think, a good goal no or not a good thing is it but no, i, but I it just think
1: sense.
0: i think where we are as a family right in this moment i think we have could have a year here we have before. A year
1: before we ever have maybe. But
0: my, I think but it a, doesn't
1: mean it couldn't happen in the next. No,
0: season. but that's what a five year goal is. It includes this next year, too. Yeah. So I so, think what we've just decided as a family, mm-hmm. our five year goal is we and we've talked about this quite a bit recently. Yes. We want to find a home that our family can grow in, that we can. Um, have four more bedrooms,
1: people. Two baths. Yeah, space, ideally four
0: bedrooms, two baths, a, a playroom. We want a garage because those are things we don't have right now. We love our home. If our family is going to grow anymore, or if our boys get any bigger, which they're going to, we probably just need more space. So I think definitely a five-year goal would be.
1: You're probably right. To find want-
0: our what I want to call family home i don't want to call it our forever home because i don't know if it's the home that morgan and i will live in until until we're, till we're done
1: <laughs> until, <laughs> we go, until we go see jesus
0: until we go see jesus but i do think i want our next home to be like that's where our kids are going to grow up that's where the sleepovers are going to take place yeah. that's where like and we're going to we, play i'm going to finally play video games with the kid like
1: whether it's somewhere we build or buy but yeah i
0: want to build and she wants to
1: no, I don't I'm good with either. We just have to it has to be what works for us.
0: I think our yeah.
1: Building is there's a lot to building.
0: So anyway, that's okay, our so five now year I goal. Gotta think, now so gotta we got to backtrack for just a minute and go back to Morgan's one year goal. What do I want
1: my one year goal to be then?
0: Um I think you said the other day that you wanted to take your husband to a Steelers game. In the next I year, I that. thought that's. Like, I must
1: have said that specifically the Monday
0: night game against the Chicago Bears. was oh, I thought what you said was your. Know, that's well,
1: very measurable and specific.
0: Yeah, because yeah,
1: hmm. I I just the other day you said that's my goal for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson wants to go to a big football game to see the Steelers.
0: Yeah, so I think it's going to be a daddy and me day, and I'll take Jameson on a Monday night. To see Justin Fields play the Pittsburgh. We're going to take him to
1: a Monday night game. Oh,
0: yeah. He doesn't have school till Wednesday. We're going to live it up. I don't think that's a good okay. Idea. We're way off topic, More. Okay. What is so... your one year goal? Uh, another five year goal I have for our family, and it's more for myself. See, I'm really selfish here. Um, I would like to figure out what my future holds as far as ministry. Uh, So I think in five years, I definitely will have a good idea of um, if I want to step into a preaching role and and take on a different leadership role in the church or if I want to stay in youth ministry. So I think over the next five years, I would like to really um, figure out what life looks like um, for me in ministry in the next five years. So I think for me, that's something that I would
1: like. Yeah. I think a one-year goal for our family needs to, and this is something we can discuss when we're not on the podcast for specifics, setting a specific amount of money to save towards. Like I want us in the next year to oh, yeah. save a specific amount of money. And that's something we don't have to discuss on the podcast, but I would love for us to can like, so we have our savings account that we have now and how could, like, what is our goal for building on that in the next year? I would like to think that I would be a head varsity volleyball coach in five years, but I don't really get to make that decision by myself. Yeah. It all depends on somebody like the current coach, I guess. So possibly a head volleyball well, coach. Yeah, I
0: think it's definitely, Um, yeah.
1: I think that in the next five years, we're going to have another baby. Huh?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, we would like a third child, for those of you wondering.
1: We just really have to plan our babes around volleyball. <laughs> Which
0: sounds really silly, but it works for us, so don't judge us. Exactly. So, um, But I think, I think that's good. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that we should schedule monthly family days for the rest of the year.
0: You want to schedule them.
1: Schedule them.
0: Like, put them on the calendar.
1: Like, put them on calendar. Like, this is what we're doing as a family for the four of us. And it can be something as simple as, like, going out to eat on the rough week, like, months. But especially with fall coming up, like, I want to go do the fall activities. And I want to, like, I want to be able to do all of that. So, we're going to have monthly family days. How about that for a goal?
0: there we have it folks but we do think you know kind of changing gears we think this is a good thing for you too to try at home try it's is this q a specifically said you know wherever you are in life set a one-year goal something you're striving for something that you hope that can be accomplished and then also a five-year goal i think always looking to the future is a good thing um, living in the moment but also planning and looking forward to the future
1: Especially yeah. for your like, for where you want to see your family go,
0: right? Or
1: yeah. your your life,
0: right?
1: So for those who might not have a family yet, that
0: is, um, yeah, for some of you, maybe a family is on the five year goal, but yeah. uh, we want to share that with you as, all, as well. Um, we
1: hope that you guys have enjoyed all of this.
0: All right, folks, we got. I got one last final Q and A question for Morgan. I'm just literally going to spring this on her at the very last second uh and i thought it would just be funny to add something that was just totally random um i feel like we've been so serious this whole episode as a sense of like not serious but so purposeful uh with everything we've said
1: which is a good thing yeah which is Go a great on.
0: thing but right here i just want to have some fun with you folks here as we play our Q and A with our contestant morgan today morgan what is the most memorable taste that you have
1: memorable taste memorable
0: taste like it just brings back a moment like you like there there's there's always something with everybody there's like this taste that like it just brings back memories of,
1: of stuff. oh i have a couple that automatically come to mind okay well can we want list... to hear one oh i can only. or one. maybe
0: two the people have voted we'll take two
1: <laughs> so um the first one would be a clear cake that my aunt makes and dd and dd makes a clear cake for like you're all kinds of things. we'll take one And um, every time I taste it, I just, it brings me back. Um, I also feel the same about Dairy Queen ice cream cake, ice cream cakes, because we had them for all of our birthdays growing up. Um, Also, my um, uncle's sausage, biscuits, and gravy, I can still, I got a lot.
0: Okay, yeah, but you're, here's my answer, because I just want you to, like how random this is when i eat a one of those ice creams that uh, what are those things called the cones that are prepackaged and you just open them up and you oh uh,
1: yeah drumstick
0: a drumstick when i eat a drumstick it takes me back to my childhood of sitting in my childhood bedroom playing dave mira BMX on the gamecube that's where i
1: remember Oh wow! And so it's just like there's an ice cream cone that I'll, ice cream, the little crunch ice creams that have the little like chocolate and strawberry thingies all over. That reminds me of church camp. I just oh.
0: think that there are things like random things like that where it just like takes you back to a very moment, and I don't know why, but it's always Dave Mira. It was a BMX GameCube game, and I remember it. Just being in my room, playing that, eating one of those ice cream. You cans.
1: literally came up with that question so that you could have the good answer for it. Not it wasn't not, even like... not
0: that I could have a good answer because if we actually didn't edit this, you would see how I got to this point. It was very random. Um, but I think, as people listening, I think people are going to understand what I'm saying. There well, are I understand things... what
1: you're saying too. I gave you six examples,
0: right? But yours was like eclair cake because my aunt Dee makes it, and that's just a good answer. <laughs> But it, yes, I asked the question because I wanted to make a point that I remembered a very random place about eating one of those drumsticks. And so, but I just think, and I think if you think about this, you'll come up with more, just like you said about church camp, but weird things that you eat can remind you of the most random things. Like, why do I remember playing BMX? It's the way
1: your brain works.
0: It's just crazy. But anyway, This is supposed to be funny. I hope that is. Cause...
1: I read a post today about smell, the exact same thing. You smell things and go back. Yeah, to but I wanted oils. to ask
0: you what your favorite smell was. And you've already said we did that. One. We did that one. But anyway, I want to hear. I want to hear from you, the people. I mean, I care about what you're drinking. I care about what you happy and crappy is. But I want to know, is there something that you eat that just reminds you of the most random thing. I want to know that that would make my week to hear somebody else say that they have things like that. So that was really long, took a long time to get there. But I hope it was lighthearted and fun. All right, guys, well, we just want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy lives to, to take some time to listen to us. We hope that uh, there's some things that you can take away and apply to your lives. Like we said at the during it, uh, we hope that, you know, you see the value that uh, there is in a mission statement and establishing your pillars. And we hope that, you, you know, you can set some goals as well. Um, so thank you for listening. We want to encourage you to share this, uh, if you're listening on Facebook or Instagram, tag us in a post, uh, just letting us know that you're listening. We'll do a coffee giveaway. Yeah. Uh, You just
1: have to tag us in a story or any post and you will be entered for free coffee.
0: And, uh, I'll throw a bonus in if you answer any of our questions from this week's episode, which there's quite a few you could choose from. If you let us know, maybe, um, Maybe you message us and share with us maybe your mission statement for your life or your relationship, or maybe just tell us what one of your pillars is going to be. Uh, maybe a goal that you have for the year or five years, or if you would like to participate in my fun Q and A of the week, uh, what is a memorable taste that you have? Something that just draws back a memory. Uh, I'd, I would personally, I would love to hear that. Um, so anyway, uh, thanks for being a part of uh, this uh, this time, and thanks for listening. And yep. we we well, love you guys.
1: Hope you guys have a great week. Peace. See ya.